Welcome to Sound and Vision, conversations with contemporary artists and musicians about the creative process. Here's the host of Sound and Vision, Brian Alfred. Sound and Vision is sponsored by Golden Artist Colors. Golden Artist Colors makes the best acrylics, Williamsburg oils, and core watercolors. And you can find them in your local art store or online at goldenpaints.com. Sound and Vision is also sponsored by Fulcrum Coffee Roasters. Fulcrum makes amazing coffee, and you can head over to their website at fulcrumcoffee.com and check out their subscriptions. They have an amazing variety that you could choose from and have coffee delivered to your house every month. Everything from light growth subscription to espresso to all brands, single origin. They even have a sunset subscription, a jazz alley night subscription. It's a really cool curated coffee experience that can be delivered to your door. And you can get a discount by adding the code Alfred Studio whenever you check out from the website. Fulcrum Coffee Roasters from Seattle. Check them out. Richard Coleman paints vivid, hard-edged, figurative canvases that combine biomorphic shapes with graphic geometries. These pieces oscillate between abstract compositions and recognizable domestic scenes. They often embrace sexual imagery and themes of life, death, human interaction, and isolation. Women, animals, floating heads, and overlapping bodies are common motifs. He vacillates freely between figuration and abstraction and at times focusing on pattern while other times on figure and narrative. Also producing sculpture and installation works, Richard incorporates a variety of media including paper, wood, porcelain, plaster, glue, nails, and tape, typically using vibrant colors. Richard's installations have taken the form of elaborate psychedelic floor designs and theatrical stages constructed within the gallery. Coleman has exhibited in New York, Los Angeles, Copenhagen, Berlin, Mexico City, London, and Paris. He currently lives and works in San Francisco and on a farm converted to a studio in rural Connecticut. I spoke to Richard about living between coasts and between city and country, installation versus painting on canvas, bad karaoke, building the midlife empire, and much more. Here's our conversation. All right, we are, we're good. We're in business, Rolling. I think. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so are we talking uh, coastline Connecticut or deep woods Connecticut? It's like, uh, it's not deep woods Connecticut, but it feels, it's woodsy, it's rural. Um, yeah. I'm in uh, Sandy Hook, so it's like, I don't know, hour and a half, maybe two hours from, from the city. Right. How long have you been there? Because I know you lived on the West Coast for a little too, right? Well, I still do. We still, uh, my wife has, uh, all her family is West Coast, all mine's East Coast. Um, so we still, uh, we still have our apartment in San Francisco. Um, nice. And then this place... We got uh, like 2019, so we haven't been not here. too long ago. No, 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 not too long ago, and it it worked out under under the current conditions. I was gonna say it was a you know it was a fortuitous that you had a space. Well, I would imagine that you had some space to 
you know, breathe and run yeah. around. Yeah, no, it was, uh, no, it was really, it's, it's been great to have it just, yeah, just for that, just to have space to move around and, you know, see people outside and, you know, just kind of yeah. be, you know, we were just sort of in our own little, uh, little bubble. Yeah. And do you have a studio set up there? Yeah, we have, uh, there's a couple of barns here. And so one of them, I work out of that, um, which now is shut down because it's too cold to work in it so yeah. now i'm just like in a little bedroom in the upstairs until uh until we go back uh to san francisco i think like probably mid-january i like the uh i mean that that tells a little bit of the lay of the land when you like i have a couple barns <laughs> 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 it paints a picture you well know? i mean it's i yeah, I don't know. Like that's we sort of bought this place by accident. We weren't looking to to get anything. Like we weren't considering Connecticut. We weren't considering anything, and we were just uh, yeah. That was one of the things that we saw it, and we were like, shit, we might have to might have to we try to buy to it. it. Wait, you saw it as in in real life, or just a, a link or an image or something? No, no, no. We saw it, we saw it in real life. Um, what had happened was was uh, we were in New York and I was supposed to um, I had a, a, a like a group show that was uh, scheduled and I was coming out for that and then it was also like my mom's uh, 80th birthday mm -hmm. and so we came out the show date got pushed so we had like two weeks extra time and. Uh, one of my uh, sisters, she lives, uh, she lives in Connecticut, and we, you know, we never really get that much time to see her. So we came up to visit her for, I don't know, like a week or something like that. And she'd be at work, and we'd be bored, so we just like drove around and we're like, kind of looking, you know, whatever. You look at real estate and all that yeah. stuff, and we saw this, and now we live here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is the drive-by purchase? You got hooked. Well, no, we tried not not to buy it for a long time um, because I don't. We just assumed that somebody because it it had a lot of stuff that we thought was you know really cool and stuff that we liked about it. Like it's super old. It's like uh, I think the house was built in like seventeen twenty six. Jeez, that's. That's yeah, yeah. old infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like I don't know. It's kind of like being on like a like a ship or something. There's no like it's all kind of it's all wonky, but nothing's it's cool. plumb and level, right? It's is all by hand. N yeah, no, not one thing. Like we found out early, you can't really have any tall furniture or anything like that because nothing lines up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have a relatively new construction and. East Williamsburg and I have the same problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that laughs> Even though it's new, they didn't really work the level. Yeah, I have like one of those floors that if you put a ball on it, it might just slowly go down the other scene. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> At I least you have uh, centuries of, uh, you know, reasons for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember like uh, Boston was like that too. When I went to school in Boston, all the apartments and houses in Boston, same thing. And yeah, I don't know, but uh, San Francisco has a lot of the, uh, I think, the similar problems you have with yours, the new construction that's yeah. a little lopsided. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's put up quickly. So 
Well, so you got the city place on the west coast. Yeah. You've got rural on the east. Did you grow up in one of those two kinds of locations or, or uh, suburbs? I, I grew up in suburban Maryland, like right, uh, like right on the D.C. border. So were your parents involved in politics or no, no nothing no, DC no, related? Yeah, no politics, no lobbying, no, they weren't spies, none of that. No filibustering? <laughs> What's that? No filibustering? No. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> were they creative? Um my well, a little I think my my mom uh my mom was, but more just sort of like you know, every, you know, every couple of years or whatever, she'd start like just painting a little bit, but yeah, nothing, nothing too, too crazy. And you said you had sisters. Mm-hmm. Plural, right? Yeah. I have uh, two older sisters who are there. They start at, you know, they're like 10 and 11 years older than I am. And then I have wow. a, uh, a younger brother. Well, that's a dynamic. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't, it wasn't like, you know, an older sisters who were like two and four years older where they're heavily involved. I imagine there was a little more of a, a breathing room there. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a big gap, you know, by the time, you know, I was sort of old enough to even really be interacting with them, they were out of the house. So yeah. it was mostly just uh, my brother and I. Well, at least they gave you one person to beat up on, right? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think I was probably the accident, and then they felt bad and, you know, wanted to give me a playmate or something. Ah, the sympathy, brother. You yeah. know, I, I f- always feel guilty that I didn't feel that way, although my, I think my wife did feel that way. But I never felt like, oh, well, you know, they, it, they should have someone else around, you know. Yeah, I mean, got you, got you guys. Got a, you yeah, have a was, son, yeah? You have a son? Yeah, just one. But I mean, I always wonder, you know, I've met a lot of like only, only child people and, you know, they're, they're different. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I think, yeah, they're, I know some, some great only, only children. My wife's an only child and yeah. I don't know. I most of, I, well, not most of them, but a lot of, a lot of my friends, you know, they just have, have the one and, yeah. you know, kids cool. I mean, you only, honestly, don't you only know what you know? You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you grow up with like eight brothers and sisters and people are like, holy cow, you know, how'd you deal with that? It's like, well, that, that's what you grew up with. That's all you know, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but I it mean, was, uh, I've was found, it, I've found it, it seems like, like the only children, like I feel like they're a little more mature in a way because I feel like they spend a lot of like they spend a lot of their you know young years with adults and they're like yeah. hanging out with their parents and their parents' friends. Right. Yeah. No. Oh. Definitely. It's it's kind of like you and your you know what you want to do. It they kind of just become self sufficient. Like I'm always impressed at how much my son is fine with just not being around people. Like he's okay just doing his thing. Because that's, awesome. that's, that's all there is, you know. Yeah. The only thing you worry about is if they can function around a lot of other people. You know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes they, you know, they just get used. I mean, you're always making your executive decision as a kid. It's like, yeah. well, I'm playing with this. And there's no one. Like with me and my brother, you know, it was always there's always a struggle, you know. <laughs> yeah. You negotiate things. <laughs> you learn how to navigate. Like yeah. 
well, my older brother doesn't want to do that right now, so we're not doing it. <laughs> was it was it that uh, was it that civilized, or was it more of a physical uh, <laughs> a uh, physical yeah. negotiation? That was never civilized at all. <laughs> it wasn't too bad physically, but it was a lot of mental, and you know, it was kind of you know, it was a struggle yeah, as I, it should be. I, I feel like siblings you torture each other. I mean, I think that's yeah. a lot a lot of it. <laughs> Definitely, and it probably. Uh, and on the good side of that is it teaches you a lot about life and prepares you for certain things. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. can adapt. But um, was the house, we, we, I mean, I, I guess, you know, you, with your mom, even if it's just like, you know, Sunday painting uh, once a month or something, you're exposed to some creativity. I mean, when, were you well, always mine, kind of creative? What's that? Were you always creative and, you know drawing and sort of into that stuff or yeah i was i yeah i I think so um and i think like mine like like when i was like i can like when i was little or you know like young um like i've always uh i don't uh i'm not a good sleeper like i'd always be up like super late you know yeah and you know, I think when I was, you know, real little, it's like, you know, you do weird things. Like I'd be like reorganize my room and be doing all this shit that, you know, wake up my parents, they get pissed and all that. So, <laughs> uh, you know, sort of drawing and doing that sort of thing, uh, I think was a little easier. So I spent a lot of time doing that, I think, when I was, you know, real small. And then um, also my uh, my sister who... Uh, who lives out here, um, she was actually, she was uh, really creative. Like she was always drawing and painting. And although she wasn't uh, wasn't necessarily like right there and around whenever I'd see her, she'd be doing that stuff. Yeah. And she's good. Well, she's real good. So That's cool. I, yeah. I mean, I growing up in Pittsburgh, I would make the occasional trips to D.C. And I have to say like the museum, it, there's just, that's for me it was always and still is a great part of like going there is like the mall and seeing the national gallery and the hirshhorn and the air and mm-hmm. space and all that it's such a cool group of of sort of cultural institutions there i mean were you yeah. ever making that trip and checking that stuff out as a kid yeah, i imagine yeah. schools probably went on trips right yeah yeah all the all the time and you know it's free and you could all you know that was one of the great things too you could just go into to any of those places and then you know just all the weird sort of like monuments and things around like it was it, it was cool growing up there like being surrounded by by all that stuff yeah and did the that area too is a fertile um hotbed of music you know there's a lot of good music stuff going on there did that enter yeah. your life at all as a young one yeah absolutely uh like my other sister, uh, you know, she's older than me, and, you know, she was, you know, she was involved a lot in, you know, sort of like early punk days in, in D.C., so I had that influence sort of coming in from her, and then, you know, around, I think we're, we're about the same age, I think, I'm like 45, what are you, you around there? Yeah, I'm a little bit older, but we're pretty close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, you know, mostly then it was like it was a lot of, you know, Discord activity was happening then. And a lot of, just a lot of, you know, mostly, uh, mostly like uh, hardcore shows. And then there was also like the go-go music scene was happening a lot there. 
So was yeah. the uh, these are the days of the early days of the makeup too, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Saw saw them a few times for sure. We're talking Black Cat. What else? Yeah. What are the other nine thirty? Yeah, old nine thirty and then new nine thirty. What was the crappiest sort of like well-established uh, punk or indie place? I mean, the old the old nine thirty was great, but it was. A, did you ever go to that one? The the old yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, 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 it was a shithole. Like I think. Yeah, it was they, divey. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if there was a deeper cut than that because I guess by the time I started. I mean, I'm Being trying aware, to remember, like, I'm so far removed from it now. Yeah. Like, it's been... Uh, yeah. Different lifetime, right? Yeah, it's like 30 years ago or some shit like that. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I don't know, like, Safari. Like, I remember that place. And, yeah, oh, there were always, that. like, weird sort of, like, uh, you know, pop-up pop up venues that I don't, I don't even remember what they're, what they're called anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember going to uh, maybe it was the Adams Morgan section or something. There'd be like record shops where they'd have bands mm-hmm. play in the back, and yeah. cram in there like sardines, and it was it was fun. You know, yeah. there's a lot of energy to it. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it was it, it was it was a fun it was a fun place to grow up, um, and yeah. But at the same time, like uh, both my parents are from Massachusetts, so like when we were done with high school, they moved back. And oh, so okay. I haven't even, I think in all of that time, like I maybe have been back to D.C. twice. So it was just for work that they were down there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're just, they're, yeah, they're Massachusetts people. And when they were done, they're, they're back. Were they uh, like Boston area or? Yeah, my, I think my dad grew up in Dorchester and my uh, mom grew up in Quincy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they got out of there. They went back up north. They went from yeah. the Middle East. They went. <laughs> they went from the Black Cat like up to the Middle East, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> Sorry, I guess it dates me. I don't know when I when Does I. Does it? Think those of, both those places are still around. I think that's a that's still a current reference. That's yeah. It's testament to. I mean, that's amazing that those places are still kicking. Well, I mean, I they're, if the, they're real good. So yeah. I think that's you know. Yeah, I mean, Empty Bottle and um, maybe the Trucadero and Philly might still be happening. I don't know. But there were a lot of great venues back then. That I don't know. What was the Baltimore one? Was Auto uh, Auto Bar? Is that? Auto I Bar. I remember that. Yeah, remember yeah. that place? Yeah, and there was one <laughs> other place too, right? Because we played in, I played in a band. We played in Baltimore somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, there was like the house shows and stuff like that that were fun. Yeah, I remember. Does that stuff still happen? I remember. I went to a lot of shows in people's houses, like in their basements. Yeah. Is that still yeah. going on? I don't go to music I, anymore. <laughs> I know. I asked because I teach at Penn State, and I asked them because when I was a student at Penn State, there were always house shows, like all the indie bands that would play, you know, like in Pittsburgh and Philly and stuff for DC. They would stop by. It was a good stop to make some money and play like a house show or something. Yeah, and. uh and I ask them if that happens anymore, and I, I don't know if I ever get like a really clear answer. Like, oh yeah, sometimes like people. Yeah, they don't care about you. Know. you. Like they're like whatever. Yeah, yeah sure. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about grandpa? <laughs> what you, you, I guess you know? uh, I don't yeah. know what. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's funny because back then too it was so sceny. Like there was such a scene of like you know the, that I don't know if that really. I hope anymore. I I kind of hope that that's not 
not a thing anymore. I always, that was something I always had trouble with was like all these different sort of just, you know, very like individualized scenes. Like I yeah. liked a, I liked a lot of stuff and still do. And it's always been, it's like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I mean, it wasn't, I, I know what you mean. And there were those people who were very exclusive about those scenes or whatever but then there were people just navigated through it like there was kind of like the punk scene and then there were people like yeah you know there was the indie rock scene and people worked within them you know or like it it bled into i mean like wasn't trans am trans am was from dc i think yeah yeah. they ended up going to chicago and mixing with those guys you know it's yeah trans am was yeah i think yeah there they were dc and yeah what was the other golden was that there there sort of yeah yeah there. that was like their side hustle or maybe one of the guys was in that one or something i think so i don't <laughs> dusting the cobwebs off of like 90s indie that's rock. rough <laughs> <laughs> did you ever play any music no i am not at all musically inclined are you sure i'm positive i'm 100 positive like every now and then like maybe some bad karaoke but that's just embarrassing and but yeah, no, no, no instruments, none of it. Bad karaoke might not be a bad name for a band. <laughs> it's probably out there. It's pro- I'm sure it's out there somewhere. That's true, actually. Yeah, <laughs> everything's probably taken these days, right? It's like Gmail addresses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to put some dashes under it. Bad dot 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 parentheses karaoke and spell it wrong. Yeah, or it. or like lengthy Instagram names or whatever. Yeah. So um. In high school, were you were you uh, you kind of like in the art class? Did you have a good teacher? When did you get no, exposed no. to it in a way that you you know you know how you get like another level? Like everyone draws as a kid or college, like or, college. It yeah. happened in college. Yeah. It happened now, in did college. you go in on one angle and then you yeah. you got bit by the bug or something? Yeah, for for sure. I went I I you know, I think a lot of people have a similar experience, but like I I approached it um more as uh like trade school. Like, yeah. you know, learn to be a better draftsman and then, you know, cuz I, you know, not that I was good at at making anything, but it was I was competent enough that I was like, well, this is something that maybe I could I could do. Um yeah, and went and just, you know, got exposed to all of it and yeah i was super into it then you got hooked i did yeah i got yeah i got hooked on it, it was awesome i i you liked some, i liked art school you had some good teachers i did yeah yeah and that's kind of key right you need at least one who fuels the fire or gives you you yeah. know takes it to another level in a way yeah, I mean, there were, you know, there were, yeah, I had good teachers, but I think also it was more, um, it was more just the the students, like the other people. Like, I found that to be probably more, you know, like overall more, uh, more sort of like inspiring or yeah. sort of getting the fire going. That You know, the teachers were great to, you know, they would just you know, if they're good, they just, you know, point out things that they're like, oh, you're doing this. Have you seen this? Like, you should look at this or you should look at that or, you know, have you tried this? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, you know, maybe a slightly unsung, you know, aspect of, of, you know, like, especially at graduate schools, like people always say, well, should you go to graduate school or what's the deal and, Mm -hmm. and what schools, and there's a lot of weight put on here and there, but 
you know, the community is really w- one of the major parts of it. You know, I, the people you meet and those voices. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the, I think, I, yeah, I think it's it's one of the most important parts because it's like your, and I think a lot of people who, I mean, I don't know, but I think a lot of people who go into making art, like we tend to be fairly solitary people and it's things, you know, it tends yeah. to be stuff that you spend a lot of time doing by yourself and just to be surrounded by other people. You just have a peer group makes all the difference. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you that, the energy of like, oh, I'm not the only person doing this. You know what I mean? Or like learning about this and taking it this seriously. Yeah, there's that. And then even like, you know, it's, you know, not not athletic, but I feel like it's similar in athletics where it's like, you know, like you get, I feel like you get competitive with people and, you know, like you just, you see somebody working on something, you're like, oh shit, like I want to do that, you know, I want to do better. I want to totally. do that. and. It's yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they call you know the well, especially these days. It's so people love to talk about their practice or the word practice when it comes to making art. And yeah, you know it it really is practicing. You know what I mean? Especially when you're in school and you know that competitive side of it just is like you know if you're with a team and you there's a couple of players and they're just like working all the time on their shot and they're just nailing it every time. It inspires you to be like oh, I got to get to court early. You know, yeah, like an undergrad. Sure. My roommate and studio mate, his name's Gerald Davis. He's an artist now based in Los Angeles. And he, I would wake up and he was gone. I'd get to the studio and he'd be there painting. Mm-hmm. And then at night I would leave and he was still working. Yeah. Then I'd wake up and go to the studio. And he's there. But, you know, I was like, geez, man, these guys killing. He's always there. You know, <laughs> and it made me feel like you got to get, get up earlier. Yeah. And it was a real. I don't know if I see that as much these days in school. I think people have a, a better, for some reason, they have a better work-life balance. <laughs> I don't. Th- I don't. I don't. That's not a bad balance. That's a great. I think it's a. It's it's a great balance. Like it's a. It's a lot of fun. Like I was talking. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. Uh, my friend Jordan Nickel. And he's, uh, my wife and I were in Chicago for a year or so, and he has a studio there. And, um, you know, he shared it with a, another friend of ours, Casey Ortiz. And, you know, I, when we lived there, it was a big studio and he was like, oh, you should just come work at the studio. And it was exactly that all over again, where it was yeah. like, you know, I'd get in at like nine o'clock or whatever. He'd be there working. I'd be like, shit, I got to get in earlier. You know, and it was just like yeah. working, not so much like working off each other's, you know, like actual work but just like working off that energy was right so much fun like the most fun yeah it's like inspiring and it gives you that the energy i've seen you know and i guess you know for all the people who say like well schools don't matter or like it's such that's just a name or whatever i do i do think one thing that matters is that sense of community and that that people take it seriously. Cause if you yeah. go somewhere with the intent of working hard and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go like spend two years at this place and really push myself. Yeah. And then you have teachers who are kind of like over it. And then, you know, no one's really at the studio much. I mean, even no matter how motivated you are, it could deflate you a bit. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not going to like put wind in your sails. That's for sure. No, for sure. I mean, and that's like, you know, one of the, you know, things that 
uh, not bums me out about getting older or anything like that, but like it's it's harder and harder to, you know, for me anyway, just to be in those situations where I'm around around other people like making things and it's like it's something like I love it like it's one of my favorite things and it's just it's it's harder and harder to get I find as as time goes on you know like yeah for sure I, I thought you were gonna go into the uh it's harder and harder to like stay up late and wake up early and get to the <laughs> studio that's yeah that's just a nightmare for sure I'm tired right now are you right? tired I'm tired oh man uh, this coffee is keeping you know I just I took a it, nap so today I even took a nap today I'm a tired. nap yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't taken a nap in a long time. Well, it was, like, I yeah, I don't know. I didn't I can't sleep. nap for some reason. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't know why. I wish I could. Yeah. I feel like we need to be careful. We're going down a, we're going down a slippery, slippery the old, old man old, slope. Old guy slope. <laughs> well, don't we deserve it? <laughs> I think we deserve something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think we just have to be who we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I do think that, you know, it, there's something to be said for that boundless energy. You know what I mean? And yeah, just well, and as, even I just like the, like when you hit, I, I don't know, because you've also been doing this a long time. So like, you know, you hit like when you're first getting going. Yeah. And it's like you have that bottomless pit of material that you can just like yank shit out of nonstop. Yeah. And then you hit like a certain point where you're like, I ran through it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not new. I got like, I gotta find I gotta find I gotta find some new stuff. I gotta a search real, it that's out. a real test. It's it a real test. It is, yeah. I, I would agree with you that I think that's slightly more difficult than that first bump of like jumping out. I mean there is the test of when you jump out of the gates of, you know, people looking at what you're doing and finding it compelling because you've just started. They're not yeah. looking at like a body of work or a history of work. Yeah. But the, the fact that you can, you know, make all these turns that are all new, you know what I mean? That's, there's something to be said for that. No, I think, yeah. I mean, I like, yeah, there's, I don't know, like when all, when all else fails, you know, you hit, I don't know how, how you are, but you know, you hit a, you feel bad about stuff or the way things are going or whatever. It's like, there's always that, like, there's always like still standing, still finding more stuff, still doing it. Yeah. I totally agree. It's awesome. You know, it's, yeah, the, I feel like it's all a balance too. It's like the things that are hard when you first emerge, like when you first start making that work, Mm -hmm. I remember when I had my first group show, right? Yeah. And it was like a two-person show. It was like my first real show. And they printed my bio, and it was at the desk. <laughs> I looked at it, and it was grim. I mean, it was it was scant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was really self-conscious about it. I was like, oh, man, like I, I haven't done shit here. Jeez, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, and then as you get older, you think back to like, oh, it, it was so nice when no one knew what to expect. Like you just came out and like yeah. you were new and it was exciting. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's things that happen as you do things that you feel, you know, like that. I don't just, I just don't give a shit anymore. Like I'm just going to yeah. do what I want to do. You know, there's a comfort in that. So it's, the grass is always greener in a way, but then, you know, you yeah. can kind of appreciate things as you get older or as you do things more, you can appreciate the value of, of all of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, and where, 
like we're you know like as you know artists or whatever it's like we're in a unique position to like sort of address all of those things you know what i mean like yeah you know we can you can do whatever you can do whatever you want right that's crazy yeah like i wonder if accountants are like waxing poetic about man when i first jumped out of the gate (laughs) (laughs) no one knew how i was gonna crunch those numbers (laughs) maybe in a different way like do you ever i i feel like like when i talk to like my accountant or whoever like i'm always like it's amazing like it's so crazy that they can do that like oh yeah yeah like i think they're cool i was never i could never do any of that stuff and i'm like Man, I don't even know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's kind of fascinating for sure. <laughs> and there's so many, like now that there's so much information out there, there's so many amazing things that you're like, wow, that happened. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. an endless um, yeah. reserve I mean, I of that kind of. Like art is like that too. Like I feel like that all the time where I'm like, holy shit. Like, you know, it's like, you know, there's good and bad and all that, but it's like, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Oh yeah. Like. I, I agree. I feel like people like to harp on the stuff they don't like a lot, but it's like there's a lot of really good stuff being made right now. It's it's I, cool. Yeah, I think it's great. And you know, once in a while, someone will say to me like, "Hey, do you do you think you're going to run out of artists to talk to?" Or <laughs> you know, what no I mean? like, way. <laughs> when are you going to tie a bow on this thing when you run out? And I'm like, it. As soon as there stops to be people making cool stuff, then okay, yeah. but it's not happening. You know. Well, and it, I feel like it's it's also things are, you know, in a much, creatively, I feel like they're in a much better space than, you know, even like when we were younger or first getting started. Like, yeah. you know, it was very like, it's one thing and it's this or it's trash. Whereas now it feels like, you know, sort of visual arts, like it, it, it works more like the way music works where it's like, no, there's a lot of different ways to do this thing. And there's, you know, markets and audiences for all of it. I agree. And I think that's a real positive if you want, because we're always looking, not we, but society's always looking at the negatives and like, yeah. Oh my God, people suck. We're the worst, and like things are getting worse and worse and worse. But it's like that, I think that proves the opposite because, yeah. like, and just to bring a, a parallel narrative to like when we were younger, you know, you were either kind of like a rap person or you were like a punk person, and those things didn't really mix. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of like siloing of like you're either a painter or a sculptor. Or, you know, and new media yeah. wasn't even... So nowadays, it's just kind of like... Well, and even, do you remember, more, like, I think, like, when we were, like, when I was, like, in school or whatever, like, people were still, like, painting is dead. Like, people would say that. <laughs> no. Do you remember? Like, <laughs> yeah, not, like, like painting, joking. Like, just painting. All of it. It's yeah. dead. Fuck it's it. It's over. <laughs> yep. And remember when we first heard that, and we were like, oh, man. That sucks. What am I going to do now? I don't. I as was, if, I like, was like, as I if it was know. actually going to be closed. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sorry. Painting's closed for the next decade. Yeah. Or no, just forever. It's dead. Yeah. It's that's gone. true. Yeah. Like you need to. Forever. You need to move on. It's 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 over. Sorry. Yeah. That was like our parents whenever the TV came out, and they're like, "No one's going to read newspapers anymore." You know what I mean? The same thing. It's like. It's I mean, they were they were kind of right. Nobody reads newspapers anymore. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, newspapers just became, you know, blogs. <laughs> Twitter just morphed. But yeah, painting's still around, thank God. Yeah, um, it's still going. People are making good painting, paintings. What what was what were you making in, in school? Uh, I mean I made a lot well, just a lot I tr- I just tried out everything. Um like I went to I went to museum school in Boston, mm-hmm. which for me was great because it's uh there's no majors, like it's open. Like you wanna take something, you take it. You just learn. Yeah, you just like you know, if you want to, you can you can learn because they also there was like there was no attendance, there was no grades. The uh, they would just um, they they give you like an end of the semester critique on your body of work. Yeah. That's pretty open. Yeah, yeah, it's and kind of like a buffet. Like you know, you don't have to order off the menu. Just come when you want. Just grab out, take whatever you want. And, you yeah, know. like and even if you you know like you're taking something that you know you're not vibing with or whatever, it's like you don't have to go to it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this isn't for me. But, you know, like I took, yeah, I took all kinds of weird, weird stuff. I don't know. I took, uh, I did a lot of stained glass classes. Wow. Those That's cool. Fun. Yeah, those were cool. You were actually doing it? What's that? You were doing it? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like they teach you how to like, you know, lead glass and, you know, cut glass and, you know, etch glass, you know, all this stuff that, you know, I don't have... I don't do anything with that anymore. But at the time, I was like, this is cool. And I like the teacher. No, that's really cool. I mean, it's funny because I had like the opposite experience because, you know, I didn't go to art school. I went to university Mm -hmm. and there were requirements like general education requirements. And while at the time there was a lot of stuff I had to take that I hated. Yeah. Looking back, I was like, oh, it was really cool that I had to take that science class or that the, the worst one you know, the lore of the worst class is called speech comm and you had the, ba- it was public speaking basically, shit. which was brutal, <laughs> you know, and you yeah. had to take it. Yeah. That and gym. I didn't mind gym. Public speaking was tough, but hold on. You had to take gym in college. Yes. You had to take some sort of physical education credits. Huh. What did you so take? like one class? What did I take? Yeah. yeah. Uh, weightlifting. Nice. I don't know. I was trying to. Did you get you get big? Like what? What happened? I didn't get jacked in one semester. (laughs) No, I was skinny. I was like a runt back then. I just you know learned how to do sit ups the right way and do push ups and and lift weights or something. It just seemed like an easy class to take. There was running and running was not my jam. Like I am a soccer player. I don't want to run just without a ball, without chasing something and kicking it. So I didn't want to do that. (laughs) And then I, I I forget what the other ones were. They had one that was fly fishing. And the only reason I know that is mm. because in my speech communications class, which was public speaking, which I hated, I would stare out the window and you could watch the people out in the lawn doing fly fishing where they're just practicing casting the, uh, you know, their line. It was pretty funny. Huh. Where did, where did you go to, where'd you go to? I know it sounds there? like I went to some sort of weird. <laughs> probably not. Like it was like you were probably in University. a city. What's Penn that? State, Penn State University. That's so weird. One so they're the just like, in, that's in, the in Philly, isn't it? No, it's in State College. It's its own, not oh. Penn. Not oh, the Ivy okay. League school. Penn State is ginormous. It's the one right in the middle of the state. state oh, okay. College. 
Happy Valley, they call it. I fully just pictured people like in Philadelphia, just like fly fishing. The, yeah, <laughs> or not even just like pretend fly fishing. Like <laughs> they set out paper fish for them to like that kids game with the magnets, and they're just oh out there. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was well, it's like just same. It, it was ridiculous, all the same. Just yeah. watching people doing that, but. Anyway, so, you know, it was kind of good to be out of the comfort zone and have to yeah. take those classes. But it sounds like that worked for you, doing it, your, you know, the yeah. freedom of that. Well, no, it definitely, like, some people, I you know, crashed and burned because it's, like, it's left up to you. Like, you have to be, you know, pretty self, uh, self-motivated self to, I think, function, function that way. But it, it also it worked out for me because it's, like, I couldn't... Um, I knew that, like, academically, uh, like, I've never been good. Like, my brain doesn't process information in the way that I can be successful doing that. So to be, like, in a very sort of uh, studio-driven environment and just, like, talking with people and being around people and making things, like, I could, you know, just, I could function well that way, I think. Yeah, you were more the Montessori kid than the uh, than the public school kid. I mean, I don't even know if that was. It's uh, a little more they? open, open learning, and not quite so regimented. It's kind of well, yeah, like, but I didn't find out until I was you know in my twenties, which was kind of a that bummer. was like everything for us, wasn't it? Like nothing <laughs> was defined. Like there was no like if you had like no like I was it, like they were just like you're just a spaz. You yeah, know? you're a fuck up. Like yeah, go yeah. over here with the fuck ups, and it's like, exactly uh, all right. I guess so. Yeah. Now we've the pendulum has swung in the total other direction where it's like if you can't if you don't feel like, you know, taking a test or like, well, he has a problem, <laughs> f- you know, with it. <laughs> it's it's explained away, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you found out in college or in art school that this open approach worked for you. And basically you were able to dive into creativity. Yeah, I think so. Like when I finished high school, like I didn't go, uh, I didn't go to college right away. Like it was, you know, I finished and just worked for, you know, like I don't, what is it, like two years or something like that. And then food industry? What's that? In the food industry? Uh, The food and bar industry for the, for the most part. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, it was, you know, I, I, I was like, I, I got to do something else. I know I can sort of do this thing. Like, let's see how that goes. And yeah, so far it's been kind of working. Yeah. <laughs> it turned out okay. <laughs> some days. Yeah. Some days it yeah, it turned out pretty good. Other days well, the, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Right. <laughs> that's true. I think we all have that to some extent. That's for sure. For sure, yeah. But in the scope of your work, which, you know, I think I probably became aware of your work or, like, hit my radar. Probably, I'm thinking, like, you know, after 2010, right? Okay. I, I don't know exactly when I first saw your work, but I remember, if I'm not mistaken, large installations. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. And, like, other elements of the work. So it wasn't yeah. just, like, painting like on no, painting, no. painting. It was no, I like, uh, I, I prefer to, to work that way, but you know, the last couple of years size, you know, studio size restraints and all that, it's, it's yeah. sort of focused more on just, uh, straight. Were you doing painting. that in school? 
more like environmental <clears throat> or things extending off of just, you know. I was doing, you know, it's like I could never <laughs> and still I have trouble with it is medium is tough. Like medium is so hard, medium size. Yeah. Big, like super big or like small all day long. I could, yeah, yeah. just. I agree. Can do can do that. So in school, yeah, it was a lot of uh, like you know just small like five by seven drawings, and uh, but then you know we could do um, <clears throat> they you know you could get like a uh, like an overnight pass. Like you could you know be like I want to be like overnight on whatever day. And they're like, and I want to be in this, you know, like drawing studio or like one of the big studios yeah. in the school. And so I would go in there and uh, I would make these, uh, they weren't very good, but I would make these uh, giant uh, watercolors. Nice. Like floor to ceiling, just yeah. like tiled paper. And, you know, I'd like. Dense make, or was it more open? What's that? Like, was the imagery dense or was it more open? Um,. It was probably probably more open. Like they, you know, it's like you're, you know, it's probably you know, just like it's big to just for big sake because I'm young and right. I don't know what I'm doing. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah but I, I I ask because I know some of that larger scale stuff that you've done is pretty dense. Like, yeah, it's know. it's it's maximalist for sure. Horror but no, Valkyrie. this stuff this stuff wasn't wasn't like it, and it was more. Uh, it was a lot looser. Um, you know, because it was, I don't know, they would just be like big, like figures or like sort of, you know, like portraits of, you know, whoever I knew or whatever. And, you know, just, I don't know. I liked it being up on a ladder with big brushes and stuff was fun. Yeah. And were you taking everything in as far as inspiration? Like, were you going to see local shows, going to the museums and like, what were you pulling from? Uh, mostly, like I would say, mostly like again the people around me, and then uh, the you know just you know the museum is right there when you go yeah. to school there. So you just walk across the street, and you can just uh, you can get lost in there. And at that point, they didn't like now. I haven't been there since they have it, which at this point is a long time ago. But they didn't have like that like new wing on it. It was still right. just all like very like provincial kind of you know like a lot of like so many sergeants so many sergeants yeah. in there <laughs> <laughs> i like sergeant i yeah i do too but like i was sort of like in that way like yeah i don't know like i got into that sort of stuff yeah it's funny how I like it when you're younger or or actually when you're maybe exposed to something in the onset of your interests where there's uh, a limited sort of scope of what you see, how mm. big of an impact. I think maybe these days it's a little less significant because there's so much like digital media that you could see everything kind of like instantaneously. But I mean, like when I went to school, the local, you know, the call at the, the museum at the university, mm -hmm. that was kind of the only real work I was seeing in a, on a, you know, regular basis that was large. And like, I remember there was this big Ed Paschke painting Mm -hmm. you know, with like these two heads and it was just like so weird and it had such an effect, you know, yeah. where normally I don't think Ed Paschke would have been someone I was looking at that much, you know, I wouldn't have gravitated towards it, but, um, you kind of like, 
same thing with music. I think when we were growing up, you didn't have Spotify. You didn't have the ability to listen to everything instantaneously. So yeah. if you got a few seven inches, that had a big effect on you because that's yeah. what you were listening to for a few weeks. Yeah, and you know it. Like, you know it inside and out because you yeah. had to search it, search it out. Like, now, like, like I love Spotify because it's like, I'll just... I'll let it go, but it's like somebody will be like, oh, do you, you know, like this song or this one? I'll be like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I it just goes. <laughs> right, right. I might have heard that at some point. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not sitting with the record, like, you know, memorizing the songs or anything like that. It's like, right. it's just, it's back. Like, if I hear, so, you know, it's like you play what you play and then they'll, whatever, they start playing their own shit, which has, you know, gotten better. But it's like, if I like it, it's just like, I just pop over and it's like, yep, like it. Put it in the yeah. thing. And I'm like, I don't even know who that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As opposed to like the mixtape where not only are you choosing every single song, but yeah. the order matters. There was yeah. no shuffle. It was kind of like, well, I'm going to put this one after that song. And, you know, it was a totally different way to build a quote unquote playlist. Well, and that's even like, that's even when you had like your own shit. Like, do you remember, like I used to record stuff off the radio all the time. Oh yeah. With the tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get that nice, like secondhand sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those were the days you dub stuff too. I remember <laughs> someone would have a really good cassette tape and it was only one, like it wasn't going to be mine. So yeah. I would play it and then on another tape recorder hit record and you would listen to the copy of it. Mm-hmm. Before they had like dubbing machines, dubbing tape decks was a big thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you hadn't thought of that in a while. I do, I think about that kind of stuff. Remember, surprisingly, there was one, a lot. I'm like, it's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, there was the one side that had just play, and the other had record, and yeah. you could dub the tape. Yeah, it's like those uh, those like cars that would rewind your VHS tapes. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, there is a uh, a group of people listening right now are like, what the hell are you talking about? Fuck them. It's not for them. It's not yeah. for them. Hey, look, we didn't go back to 8-tracks, so it's okay. We just went to cassette tapes. I think they've hit a rebound. I've seen people releasing cassettes recently. They, yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you... <laughs> You know, you were working with a lot of different stuff, a lot of different ways of working. I mean, did you, and you were testing the waters, when do you feel like you were starting to navigate more into the vernacular of like what is, you know, quote unquote, like your your work that you're, you know, still moving through, I imagine? I mean, I'm I'm fully just learning, learning on the job still, but... um I, it it for me like it just like it was like it just happened like more more just uh by doing it's like while I was you know still still in school you know I would have you know friends would put together like whatever like shows in like you know for the most part like bars or you yeah. know someone's apartment or something like that and they'd be like oh like you should put you know some of these drawings or whatever and i'd be like oh okay yeah i'll do that and then i don't know like it's still still building building off that i mean in school yeah i don't know i was trying you know trying to figure it out right um but i don't know i'm still trying i don't know <laughs> well, we we never figure it out, do we? Because if we figure it out, it's it's done. 
No, that's the that's the the good and the bad. Like it's it's the unsolvable puzzle. Right. You know, it's like every like every painting like I don't know, like for me I'm just like none of the like I don't feel like any of them are successful, but it's like there's always like little you know, there's always like a moment or like a piece of it where I'm like that works, like that's good. Yeah. The rest we could probably trash, but I'm going to take this and you know, bring it build from that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And I think that's the, I mean, that's ultimately what keeps us going too, is that you're never going to fully figure it out or finish it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. And it's the same, you know, it's the, you know, I, you know, it's the same for all of us. Like, I don't think anybody, like nobody who's doing it is just like, it's the best painting you'll ever see. I'm going to go make five more. <laughs> I did it. I did it. I'm going to go do it like again. Like the career. Like, that's it. I just killed it. That's yeah. the end of it. Painting is now dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I killed painting. You're welcome. <laughs> this is the title of your next show. So we got the new band that you're going to start. Carry, uh, I'm busy. It was bad karaoke, oh, and now we got the next title for the show. And, it, oh. you know, that's a parallel for life, too, because we don't, no one knows what the hell's going to happen when this is over. But once you do figure it out, you're dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No. So painting gotta, is just a metaphor for our life in a way. Yeah. You just got to keep it as, as interesting as you can while you, while it's going, I guess. Yeah. And you can learn about yourself in the process, really. Or no, learn about yeah. the experience of, of living and humanity. Yeah. That, I mean, I don't know. That's what. I don't know, the art, making making the paintings is about, I feel like. Right. Well, you know? the um, the figurative aspect, I mean, moving into the more recent work, mm-hmm. um, there's a really compelling sort of amalgam of the figure and geometric kind of like play with, you know, the design of the... the um, it's just like the the way the the image is formatted within the constraints of the canvas and the dynamic between shape and figure and there's a compression of space it feels like there's a real inventiveness with how those the dialogue between surface uh, edge you know figure and form is that something that you've consciously like whittled down the those sort of like things and are like exploring those together in different ways or is it more like what you're saying of just you're just working through it and it's mutating as you work through it no no it's it's exactly that i think yeah you know the more uh the more recent the more recent ones um they they you know they they did you know morph into that or sort of organically happen but you know once i sort of uh, like notice you know it's like some things like you do and it's very instinctual and then you look at it and you're like, well, why the, why am I doing that? Like what, like why is that happening? And, you know, with these sort of more like dense sort of geometric sort of, you know, fortified kind of figures, like it just, those sort of just built off of, uh, you know, over the past few years, like they were, they were a product of just like isolation, like feeling isolated and I just started to notice that, like, you know, the the figures were just sort of starting that way. And then once I noticed it, I just, you know, was was building off of that and playing around with that a little more. 
Yeah, it seems like and the the color and it, it's it's really they're interesting images. You know they what I mean? They don't you. they don't feel like a lot of other stuff, which is a good that's that's a thank you. My God. Good that's thing, like I think. The, right? One of the nicest things anybody's ever said to me. Thank you. Sure. Well there, <laughs> now I can write the uh foreword to your new your new retrospective book. See, we're, we're, everything's lining up here. <laughs> oh my God! It's going to be 2020. It's going to be or 2022. Where are we now? It's going to be great. Uh, who the hell knows? I don't know. <laughs> what is time after that? Well, after the last. I don't year know. And a half? Like going back to like those those figures in particular, like this past couple of years. It's like I was cycling out. You know what I mean? Like I was transitioning yeah. and and moving into you know, to other areas, like just like getting that started. And then all this stuff hit and it was like, well, now they feel a little, they're relevant in a different way. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So my, I know. I mean, the, that the environmental shifts can really change the way work is seen in a way, you know what I yeah. mean? Which, which makes sense. I mean, because really if we're, if, if we're making work that is kind of unconsciously in tune with, with our society or with our experience in the world, then if there's giant shifts in the exterior of that, then obviously it's going to, you know, yeah. reflect on the interior of what we're making in our images. This yeah, is sometimes sure. it's a little explicit or a little coincidental in a weird way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've done paintings that are like, you know, there's something happening, like an imagined thing happening. And then it happens like a few weeks or months or years later. And that's weird, yeah. but it's just, I mean, we're looking at the world around us or we're thinking about our experiences. So I guess it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I feel like, you know, most of us, it's like you just you have to sort of just remain open to, you know, your environment, your emotions, your your relationships and all that. And, you know, I used to I don't I don't try to like. um articulate it as much anymore. I sort of just trust that things are going to come in and they're going to get filtered how they get filtered and it's going to come out and I am going to, you know, maybe I'll understand it right off the bat. But a lot of times it's like, you know, you ever look at like paintings you made, you know, 10 years ago or something, you'd be like, oh shit, that's, that's what was happening there. I can, yes, yeah. it's, it's plain as, it's plain as day. Yeah. Well, you got to, you know, get out of the forest. You know, what I mean? <laughs> to be able to see what it looks like, you know, I, you yeah. know, I read in an interview of, with you at one point, I I believe it. the question was something like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And you're like, I don't want to know or something to no, that effect. That doesn't sound familiar, but yeah, I don't think I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's interesting now, maybe say 10 years later and looking back, it, you're like, oh, well, I'm, you learn something about the way you see the world or there's some sort of like reflection there of. Yeah. You know, over time that becomes really insightful, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think there's also the like, I don't like, you know, I, you know, we're talking a little bit. It seems like you have a similar thing. Like, I, you know, you only see the the problems with whatever, whatever you're working right. on. Like, I like it's just they're right in front of me They're They're that. And it, but it's like I get a few, you know, I'm either it's like the paintings, the, the five paintings ahead are great. Or like, you know, you look back and it's like, oh, I wish I could still make those paintings, but I can't right. make those anymore. Yeah. 
Those were good. These are yeah. These are bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, I'm lucky in a way because for some reason I have this chip in my body where I I I love to live in the present. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I don't often look back or think too too far ahead in the future. I do mm. look right in front. So like the show I'm working on next or yeah. what I have to do tomorrow you know, for my kid or, you know, like things like that. Like I look close ahead, but I, I tend to live in the moment all the time, which I think is good because when I do take those times to, you know, if I look back at older work or older things, you know, it, the nostalgia or something becomes almost abstract in a way, you know what I mean? Where, and then I just think like, Oh, I just want to focus on now, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I, I almost get like, I don't know, distracted by it. And I yeah. love like another, and I remember a while ago, you know, I think something happened with a painting of mine. I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to remake this painting. Oh, and that idea yeah. made me like shudder. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. I don't want to ever remake something, you know, no, it's, a, it's like this uh, affliction of always wanting to move to that next step and never wanting to take a step back. Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't even necessarily mean it in that way. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm similar. Like I just like, I'm in the middle of like, sort of like, just like my worst nightmare when it comes to making things where it's like, I've had to, uh, you know, make like comps essentially for mm -hmm. like larger paintings. Yeah. And it's like, God, I, I don't want to make these paintings. Like I made them, like, I don't want to now just make them bigger yeah. <laughs> part two it's like the sequel where it's just you know <laughs> yeah just, it's a just scale like shift. Um, yeah oh <laughs> yeah that idea is your process um driven by drawing in the beginning like compositionally and the way you work things out or is it on canvas it's no it's it's definitely drawing like i think uh prime yeah it, it, it's definitely everything starts with withdrawing and that's just how I, I work out ideas like but it's it's pretty it's pretty loose like it can you know it, it, I, I sort of let it like um, what am I getting at here um, yeah it's it, it starts with drawing and then I uh, it, you know it can be just like loose sort of references yeah first and then like I can go from there and sometimes it's full you know almost fully fully realized and then you know working you know once I start painting then it starts changing from there also yeah but there's like there's room for improvisation yes always, but it's yeah. it's never exactly planned out. No, Sometimes. no, I can't, I can't do that. And yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not good, good that way. Yeah. That's an interesting, I love that. I, I, I kind of, my brain's getting hooked on that idea of the middle being hard, like the middle oh, scale God. or the middle size. I'm, I'm better the, at it now. It's taken a long time to, to, to get there. Like I, in some ways, like I'm more comfortable with it now, like the same, like, but I'm just sort of weird that way. Like canvas was really hard for me for a long time. Like it mm -hmm. was too, it was too precious to, to work on. I could, couldn't get over it for, yeah. for years. Um, but you broke that? I broke it. Yeah, I did. It took a lot. Like it was hard, but. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you with the medium range thing because for so long, 
I either made giant paintings at the beginning of my like really making work. It was either huge scale or like mm-hmm. very small works on paper. Yeah. And there was no middle ground. It was all or nothing. It was tiny yeah. or gigantic. And it took me a long time to like be able to hit that mid range. Yeah, it's a it's a tough I don't know, it's it's tough to, to make it work, you know, but then it's it's also like I don't, you just it's like I feel like scale plays such an important part with with what we do and it's like I don't know, like some things work certain ways that don't work other ways. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I, I can totally feel it. It's it's like a um it's like a pair of chinos. It's hard to pull them off. They're just so <laughs> bland and middle. <laughs> I don't mind a chino. Chino's okay. No, they're great. But <laughs> to make them sing. You know, it's like You gotta be a little older. Work, That's what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta graduate into those dad <laughs> It's just big work just has that impact, you know, like you can't hide from that scale that it just immediately grabs you no matter whether you like it or not. And it's so like, it's, I feel like it's the same thing as the small where it's like, it's so big, it's almost disposable. You know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know. It's yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Mid range is, it's okay now. Again, it's all right now, but it was hard. It was a tough, tough nut to crack. I, I agree. Like if for I'm working on a show for New York, and um, and there's a handful of paintings in it that are they're about as mid range as you can get size wise. What you are we talking? What do we got? We're talking like four by five foot, maybe three and a half by four foot. Okay. Pretty generic. Yeah, but that couch four, couch four paintings. By, but they're it's a great size. I like oh, I mean, size. I love it. But it's hard to make them sing, you know, to really punch at yeah. that size. Yeah. You know, whereas if you have a little like, you know, four by seven inch painting, you can really like blow someone away. I mean, it's hard to do, but you, you know, you can, it, it's going to captivate someone on that scale because it's just so small, you know, or yeah. if you have like a seven foot by 12 foot, yeah. you know, people are going to be like, damn, that's big. Wow. They're like, oh, here's it. Yeah. (laughs) But that's the thing. The wow is quick. And then it's like, what are you left with? You know what I mean? Is that (laughs) impressive? Like, do you get the second wow? That's the challenge. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I get done with them and then they're gone. The the wows are over pretty pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you drop the kids off at school. It's like, all right, go get them. Then it's, it's, yeah, back, back in it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> let's let's find the next the next problem right like i do what? like i i do like i find problems a lot like now i find problems a lot like on purpose like oh really have, yeah, like if Tell i me have about that. like if i'm working out colors like i'll be you know i'll have some in my mind to get it started or whatever and i'll sort of be going through and it'll be going a certain way and i'll be like throw I have to like throw myself a curveball to be like, okay, like how can we now work with this out of place piece over oh, here? Oh, I see. You're giving yourself like hurdles on the running track. Kind of, yeah. I, yeah. I like that. It's, yeah. You know, because that's, I don't know, that's the sort of, I don't know. 
I, I like what happens in that that area. Keeps you honest. Keeps you fit. You gotta be nimble. <laughs> yeah. Keeps you, keeps you frustrated. It's great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get too comfortable in there, right? It's like, isn't that the biggest? Or one of the biggest anxieties of an artist is like that you're just beating a dead horse, making the same thing over and over again. I yeah I I don't like I I like to I'm one that likes to uh, switch it up. Yeah. You know I I like to evolve and I like to push things in different directions and like like uh, I just I I like the way that things that are not fully sort of realized or figured out like I like the awkwardness of them and how they feel so I tend yeah. to to do that but at the same time it's like. I, I have moments where I wish I could be one of those people that just works with like one, you know, just like a set of images or whatever forever. Right. And like yeah. they just keep because you can do that. Like you can you can always find new ways to to approach anything. You know, it's like you right. can literally you could make the same fucking painting a hundred times and it would be different every time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm always really impressed with those artists who every show you have no idea what it's going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like a whole new calibrated set of images or, or techniques or whatever. And then yeah. I, I love artists like Ankawara who does like the date. It's It was like the same painting every day, just a different <laughs> date, which is amazing. You know, there's yeah. like this sort of meditative beauty. Well, to, you know, there's, there's you know. that and then just like the... I don't like I still it's like the fearlessness behind that to be yeah. like, you know what? Like I'm just doing this. It takes it's balls. Wild. That's it for does. sure. It does. I mean it's not you even if it were affected or planned or whatever, still he committed to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. impressive, you know? Well, I mean that's the same like I really you know, it's like I like a lot of like more sort of like abstract and gestural painters and all that and it's like that shit is hard. Like the yeah. commitment to just do that like for me like is like it's it's wild. Like I think that that stuff's real cool. Yeah. Um uh, like imagine just saying to yourself at some point early in your career like I'm just going to use gray like for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you just commit to that every painting, every image, gray. It's you know, kind of, I've, it would be difficult, I think, but I it's, mean, there, it'd be impressive. It, yeah, it would, Robert but Ryman. it's like... I mean, that's impressive, you know? Like, I, f I feel like I'm pretty, like, I feel new to color. Like, it took me a long time to, to work with color and just, like, it's endless. Like, you can, like, you can make hundreds of thousands of different grays like any any color you know it's yeah yeah it's cool and the crazy <laughs> thing is we only see a certain limited spectrum of colors there's like i know tons of stuff out there that we can't even we can't see it physically our eyes can't see it yeah this is pretty cool yeah i yeah. taught a class oh. on color it wasn't like a class on color like fully real it was just about phenomenology and color and, and the different ways that it's physically exists and, and, you know, in, in art or what, you know, and I talked a little bit about the, the mantis shrimp, you know, that, you know, that thing, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one that can like break an aquarium with its claw thing. It's like yeah. super strong. But it sees in a spectrum of like, you know, an infinite, mm-hmm. an infinitely greater amount of colors than we can see with our eye. And just thinking of that blows your mind because it's like, oh, yeah, we're kind of like black and white TV set compared to some of this other stuff. I mean, kind of, but it's like, I don't like, I feel like when we're like making a painting, it's like, it's never like, it's not just this color and that color. It's like every, it's like you can like the, the relationships that they have between each other. It's like putting colors next to other cut, like that creates like a whole new, new thing to play with. And like, even like, like I do like, you know, it's like I play around also with just like finishes and and textures also like within yeah. that. Like it's yeah, and I feel like those sort of cult, certain color combinations like they read almost like a different you know different color. Definitely, yeah. It's it's a, in like an infinity process. Like you know this, and there's no it, one infinity isn't greater than another. Yeah, you know I mean, because we could sit here and mix color and mix new colors forever, basically. Yeah, it's that little tint of this little tint. And of I that. like, I do that. Like I, like I mix a lot of colors, but it's like I do very like small batches. Yeah, because I don't like to like repeat colors. You know, it's like I can get something that's close to it, but it's like once it's gone, it's like, okay, I have to make it again. And it's not like, okay, use like three parts, this two parts that it's like, I just eyeball everything so that everything's like a little different and they kind of evolve on, on their own. Are you like that? Like, how do you, are you, do you have like a set palette for things or are you mixing a lot or what are you doing? I mix and I gravitate. Like I have an intuitive tendency to mix my color. So I think it's, it's autobiographical in that sense of just, I, I, you know, I have a way that I like to mix in a certain palette that I like in my mind, mm-hmm. but obviously I'll use different colors for different things yeah. depending on like the image. And if I want to key things up or I can be purposeful, but at the same time, I think I just gravitate to the way I use color, which yeah. I think is informed by my sensibilities of like growing up in Pittsburgh. It's kind of gray and mm-hmm. you know what I've seen in my life and my sensibility as far as that's concerned. So yeah, it's a, I'd like to think I embrace the intuitive leanings that I have when I'm actually mixing mm-hmm. because I I just have a way that I do it. And do you get do you ever do like do you get the urge to sort of cuz obviously you're you're conscious of it like do you get the urge to like do you make like take steps to like them break that pattern or that Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially and I'll do it usually based on the image so if there's something that i think requires me to bend out of like what i would normally do if i want to amp something up or if i'm creating a different vibe or if it's a specific place or something like that you know i will tweak it out of that comfort zone but it's very easy for me to drop back into you know it's kind of like the way we act like i'm you know, I'm just kind of like the way I am with my friends. When I talk to people, I can go out to some sort of event or I can go to, you know, party. I don't know. I can be in different situations and kind of like button up or loosen up or whatever. But I just have that default of like, which is kind of like how I talk and, you know, of just the way I am, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I think we all have, like, I have, like, there are certain colors that, like, I'm just, I'm about those colors. And it's, like, they're usually in there somewhere. And, you know, and shapes, too. Like, I do it with, uh, there, there are certain shapes and, like, certain, you know, uh, just, like, imagery that, yeah, I can't, not that I can't get away from it, but it's, like, I'm, you know, it's like I'm drawn to it. It's like feels I like home. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. It 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 yeah. It feels. It's just I don't know. I'm drawn drawn to it. It's like I'm comfortable with the way that this works. I like the way it works. And then to break it is like it's exciting to break it. I always like breaking it. But. Yeah. It's intuition, really, right? Intuitive. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, we all have to bend and break, occasionally. Yeah. Like in that fly fishing class, you know, it's not intuitive. We gotta force ourselves out of our comfort zone once in a while. <laughs> so, I mean, are I, you like, are you painting every day? You're painting every day, yeah. Almost not every, every day. day. Not well, every I mean, day. Yeah. Yeah. No, there were. I would say when I was out of school, yeah, for a good ten to twelve years, I was painting almost every single day. Yeah. Now I have like you know a family and a, there's. Yeah you know, life gets busy sometimes. So I, and I've also paced myself too, to where, you know, I, I, it's important to take time to do other things too. But yeah, I mean, basically I'm making work all the time. Yeah. And I love your I'm, paintings, by the way. I don't know thank if, you. I, if I mentioned that. Kind of you. I, I likewise, no, the feeling I'm, of mutual. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I was, I was nervous before, before we were going to talk. Cause it's like, I fan out, like I fan out on, on other artists. And I was, I was definitely like, Oh shit. Fanned out. Relax. Oh, that's cool. Take a Fanning beat. Then it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like the whole computer debacle. And then, all <laughs> Oh no, it's all working out. But listen, we got our band name. We got our, book forward we got things are working out the empire 2028 or whatever next year is is going to look great yeah the empire is coming together for sure (laughs) the empire of of of, uh our 40s our midlife the midlife empire (laughs) man yeah brutal it's a we're in the middle we're in the tough spot it takes coffee and courage that like the young the young spot it's good. The old spot. It's good. That middle spot. It's a tricky one to figure out. I'm embracing it. I feel yeah. like there's a certain distinguished, um, you know, kind of like comfort in like the the grays that are starting to come in and the experience and all that stuff. Where are you? Yeah. I got it. I got it in here. That's. I'm getting. It's starting to get all over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not growing it out much, so it's hard to tell. But yeah, they, I'm getting it. And it wasn't that long ago whenever I think I saw the first gray hair on my chin and I was like, holy smokes, that's a gray hair, you know? Yeah. And then it was just like gang. Well, those come quick. I feel like my, that's, that was pretty early. Yeah. I think it was like late twenties probably. It was like, huh? All right. Listen, I'll take the, the gray hairs on the, the, in the stubble over the impending hair growing out of the ears and the back of the neck and <laughs> in the I've places got, you don't want I got want that them. shit going. I got that shit going for sure. <laughs> you got a head start. <laughs> Not You're like crazy, man. but it's like the starters are there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I'll hit the barber, and they'll be like, "You want me to get that?" <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Eyebrows? Yeah, cut those down. I'm not. <laughs> Do you want me to wax your earlobes while we're here? 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. No, yeah, not that. I think once that happens, I'll just stop leaving the house entirely. <laughs> no, I'm not fit for public consumption <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> we're, done, we're done here. <laughs> this is a phase for radio. Um, all right, last question. Music oh. in the studio? Uh, podcasts in the studio? Silence? A uh, combination. Uh, yeah, a little bit of everything? Yeah, a little. It, it depends on the mood. Um, if you need to pick me up while you're working, what are you listening to? Pick me up. I am, I mean, it could be, I think mostly I'm a, I'm a metal person. I'm oh, mostly wow. a metal person. Um, but then like. Classic metal? All, all the, the full, the full range depending. Uh, but like, I'll also, it's like, I'll, I'll do, I'll do Harry Styles. I'll do Taylor Swift. I don't care. I'll do that yeah. stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> depends. See, yeah. It just depends the, uh, on, the, on the mood. That's the cavalier, uh, you know, conviction and, and comfort of, of experience and age is that you can say, listen, <laughs> I'm listening to Lady Gaga today and Britney Spears, and I don't. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I don't mess with either of them too much. I don't, uh, well, that's a shame. They're both a, a fantastic. They're good. They're good. <laughs> I share a birthday with Britney Spears, so I'm linked. Oh, nice. I'm, I'm kind of linked to her in a way. I think. When's your birthday? What's your birthday? It oh, you were recent, I think. It was right. four days ago. Yeah. Nice. Happy birthday. Thanks. I mean kind of stop celebrating those things in a way <laughs> it's, it's like another more gray day <laughs> but uh so do what and what do you have do you have anything coming up are you working on something in particular um i just got done just got done with a bunch of stuff uh you know now it's like it's sort of that like Nothing, nothing really until, uh, like late winter, spring. Um, I think, uh, like, uh, I think V1 has, uh, some stuff coming up like in the future with them. Nice. Uh, uh, Lewis Boole, who I do prints with them, I think, uh, February, uh, we're going to do another, another print and probably a show with them as well. Um, and then, uh. Beyond the Streets, I think, has another. They have an event in China. I, I'll be doing some stuff for that also. I think that's also spring. Nice. Yeah. So you got some stuff. Do you have that little bit of like a gestation period after shows where you do you take time off or do you like start to forcefully tweak things a bit or do you just jump right back in the saddle? Um, I would like to... I would like to and normally I try to do that but these past couple of years it's like with... I don't know if you had this, but it was like all my, you know, I plan it out pretty well. And then, you know, this, especially this last year, it was like all of these deadlines just sort of collided with each oh, other. Yeah. And so yeah. it's actually, I would say like creatively, it's been, it's been tough because there hasn't been that time. It's like right. into the next thing and just, you know, get, get through it. But, you know. It's the way it way it happens sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it just gets soupy, you know. You got to roll with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm in the soup for sure. I'm, I'm hoping to be out of it by early next year. <laughs> <laughs> it's emerging from the soup. And time, like we, you know, jokingly mentioned that earlier, but time really did hit some sort of weird warp with like the last couple of years, I think. 
Yeah, but then a yeah. weird stretch, you know, spending that much time by yourself and then, you know, and everything being put on hold in a way just kind of like did a weird time stretch. It did. And it's like it also like like I had like I have certain there are certain things like in place in my sort of like daily routine or weekly routine or whatever that sort of like keep me keep me like centered and moving forward and, and all that. And like all that stuff got, got sort of thrown into the air. So yeah, oh, it's yeah. been, you know, like, I don't, are, are you like that? Like I have to, I don't like every day. It's like, I'm, I'm a, I, I wake up on the wrong side of the bed. So it's like, it takes me a while to get started and, and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, it's like, I have to, like, I like, I go to the skate park a couple times a week. But nice. like all that stuff got thrown at yeah. So it's yeah, my yeah, time yeah. has gotten messy. Yeah, I had that too, for sure. I mean I'm like a four thirty, four forty five AM wake up and go to the gym kind of person most of the time. Wow. So um I wasn't able to go out and that kinda of kick starts my day and yeah. I wasn't able to do that. So it was weird. Yeah, it throws it, you throws you off when you can't do that stuff. Yeah, like trying to do the at-home version of everything gets old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And then and they're just the, kind of uh, on top of each other. and <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like on the balcony version doesn't work out that well either. I mean, you were probably lucky in the sense that you had more space. Yeah, for- like this, again, like this is, you know, it's been good. And, and it, it, it's been, you know, finding a new, a new sort, you know, it's like San Francisco is, is one thing, the way, the way that I approach things there to sort of keep everything moving. And then here, it's just sort of changed. Like, it's, I don't, it's, it's helped with productivity and in, in a way that like, when I'm in the studio, it's like, I'm not just like in the box staring at the thing, trying to, you know, just like yeah. wrapping my head, like what, like, what am I supposed to do? It's like, all right, I'll take five minutes. I'll take 10 minutes. I'll go like trim a tree or like dig a hole. And then right. it's like, all right, back at it. It's like a different kind of refresh button. Yeah. 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 It's, 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 it's helpful. It's helpful for sure. Sounds good, man. Well, yeah. listen, it was great to talk. Thanks no, for taking really, the time. It's, it's good, good to, to meet talk. you. I and, miss uh, talking to people. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's. I mean, the, honestly, thank God for this. For me, it's been a, a lifesaver. You know, of being yeah. able to just chew the fat with people from all over. You know, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, thanks for for taking all the time to do it. No, thank you. I mean, I would. Yeah, I don't know. You, I, I got the message from you, and I was like, it's like, wow, really. I was excited. I was super excited. It's, For sure. Wow. The, the work is great, man. And, and you know, we're we're roughly the same age, and we, we both got about the same gray. So you know, we're we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we're still we're still kicking. In That's it, right. We're in still it, in it. For however long was it? What are we at? Like twenty years? We've been dealing with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I I think twenty one years or something. I'm I I feel like I've. Yeah. Put in. Yeah. When was it? your When was your first show? When was it like? When 99. was that? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Scary. It super, is. Super scared. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> the cool thing is too is that um, the show that I have coming up in March mm-hmm. is in Miles McHenry's space that used to be the old Max Protech space, which was the first show that I ever had. 
So it's almost like a full circle. It's going to be like showing paintings in the place that I showed at like 22 years prior, which will be kind of fun. That's awesome. That's wild. It's going to be weird. Is it it just you? Just you? Solo event? Yeah. All me. You got it. You got it worked out. You know where you're headed. Yeah. No, I mean, because of, uh, because of COVID too, with like doing a publication and stuff, you know, we had to plan to get the work done pretty early. I mean, I have the bulk of the work done. I'm still going to do more, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I planned early and worked on this for a while. So nice. Yeah. I'd, I have to though, because you know, with the way things get crazy, I just have to personally, I just have to get things done like well ahead of time. So. Okay. I'm like, I'm a last minute guy. I can't do it for some reason. I don't know. I, my dad was like crazy about being on time and like, you know, being early and all early is on time, all that stuff. So, yeah. you know, I get kind of like crazed about it. I don't like yeah. the panic of last minute ever. I just, I don't, yeah, I can't, I don't know. I don't have the, I can't, I can't do it. I feel like I'm always a few steps behind. I'm working all the time, but I'm always like struggling to get there, but it gets there. I think I I probably I could probably use some of that. <laughs> you don't want it. Sometimes I cut things. Sometimes I cut things off, and I'm like, "Well, is that ready?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." Re- you, yeah. See, I can't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm too obsessive. Like, there's. It's always like I just need to. It's not. It's not the. It's not all there. I need to. Need to throw some more at it before, before we get it out. Yeah. I mean, what it's it's kind of like six in one hand, half dozen in the other. Because I'll just like, I'll mentally move on from an image. And I'm like, and part of me be like, well, is it, is it done? You know, or does it need more? And I'm like, well, too late. I already moved on <laughs> yeah, to that one. Nothing, nothing to do about it now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's anxiety either way. You know what I mean? It's whether you've not done enough or whether you did too much, or, you know. Yeah. So. Let me ask you this. If you, can you have paintings in your studio, like finished paintings or like older paintings and yeah. not, and just like you're fine with them yeah. being there. Yes. That's good. I'm painting, I'm painting over those. Oh, they bark at you. They like, yeah. yeah. No, in the sense that you just need to tweak them or update them or in the sense that you just want to cover them and do something new with it. Cover them, do something new. Oh no, I don't have that. Oh. I, I'm not connected to my work either. Like I don't ship out work and feel like anxiety, like separation anxiety or anything. I'm like out. It's fine. Yeah. I don't, I'm worried about the next thing that I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. But if it's coming back, if it's like, if it's in there or if it's like, I start one and it's like, okay, I'm doing something else. And I come back to it. Even I feel like there's like, maybe you maybe have like, two and a half weeks and if you're still sitting there and you're it hasn't been addressed you're you're out of here oh wow (laughs) (laughs) you're old news you gotta get out you don't have to go home just can't stay here yeah somebody somebody (laughs) else is using that real estate (laughs) all right man well thanks again yeah thank you 